241. Now a WTOP exclusive. Let's go back to January of last year and the deadly smoke incident near Metro's L'Enfant Plaza station. It took the life of an Alexandria woman and, of course, exposed major safety problems. You may remember tunnel fans failed during the incident. WTOP's Max Smith has learned a Metro worker blamed for falsifying records about those fans has gotten his job back. But the union says Metro hasn't brought him back to work. And now the union has filed a suit. Max joins us live. What more can you tell us about this mechanic? Why he lost his job and then got it back? So he was fired about a month after Carol Glover died on that smoke-filled train in January 2015 on the Yellow Line just outside L'Enfant Plaza. And basically, this Metro investigation said having him on the job would pose a danger to riders because he had falsified these records, claiming that fans had been tested month after month after month for a variety of ways that they could be used in an emergency and yet none of those tests were ever done. There's no record that the train, the fans were operated as required from the Rail Operations Control Center, and there's no record of them being operated manually at the site either. Now, we should point out that the fan particularly at issue here that he was fired over was actually not one that failed during the actual smoke incident itself. It failed after being turned on and running for a while during that smoke incident, and it failed while people were still there responding to it, but it failed when a a circuit board kind of burned out there. Any effective union is going to try to protect jobs, Max, but aren't there cases in which an employee must go, must be fired, and isn't this such a case? There's been a lot of tension over this in the past on a variety of issues. We just saw Metro General Manager Paul Wiedefeld fired a train operator for a first red signal violation when he created this near miss, almost hit people on the track, set up head-on with another collision, but that train operator equally under the collective bargaining agreement has a right to appeal. In this case, there were a couple of issues raised by the union, one of which was the fact that the junior partner that this mechanic was working with was only suspended for three days. So three days versus termination uh, is kind of a disparate firing standard. The second thing is that there was a they're basically turning back to the lack of a safety culture at Metro and saying that Metro had never raised concerns. Management never had a problem when he turned in sheets that were completely blank with checklists for fans that should have been all these things that should have been done that were not done or Metro never had any oversight. And so they're they kind of turned it back to Metro and the arbitrator in this case when he ruled in April agreed with that. The arbitration panel said, "Look, if this were an isolated incident, we could understand if you fired this guy, but there was a, a big culture where this was what was accepted, and so it's disproportionate. The arbitrator said he should have only been suspended for six months. That six months obviously would be over at this point, and that's why the union is now suing. That arbitration ruling uh, is now into effect. It's beyond the point where that ruling could be appealed, and so they're suing to force Metro to actually grant this arbitration decision as required. So clearly, the problem with safety culture ran really deep, Max. How difficult is it to change? Well, and that's something we've seen from the National Transportation Safety Board, the Federal Transit Administration. The current Metro leadership realizes, and we've heard this, though, after the Fort Totten crash as well, the last round of Metro leadership said, we have to change the safety culture. It's something we've heard over and over and over again. Um, Metro would point to this shutdown yesterday where they kind of cut off all train service and all work yesterday morning in the new safe track zone because there was a risk to workers because power cables weren't handled properly. They would say that was putting safety first and it starts with safety first and then continues. But there's no way to know how much of this has truly, truly changed until we see whether another incident can be prevented.
That's WTOP's Max Smith. You can read more about his exclusive story at WTOP.com.